It's uh, been a two-week hiatus. Uh, yeah. Why has it been a two-week hiatus? We'll I almost died. Sack. Yeah. <laughs> no. I almost died. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. Well, I, still, I, I mean, get, get this you're not feeling great, right? I've been better. So been Kyle better. got the hiatus. And that's up to Kyle if he tells you guys what he had. I had the COVID. So, okay. I was just, that's why I was telling everyone it was the itis, but nope, I, I had the I COVID. Had, I dodged it too this whole time. This is the first time I've had it. And oh. uh like I've dodged it since since the release of COVID. I've dodged it, you know, or since it came about or since it started happening. Right. Release really sounded very conspiracy theory, didn't it? That's not what I meant. I was talking along the lines of like it did. I wasn't like, gonna say anything. Not not release, like I was thinking like because we're getting ready to do something over, you know, media TV show stuff. So the release, yeah. No, when COVID first appeared. I've dodged it this whole time. And I've been tested, I don't know how many times, and vaccinated and all that stuff. And then it hit me and it sucked. It sucked. Like I'm I'm just in the last few days really getting to feeling pretty decent. And you and it's been well over what, almost two weeks now? I caught it uh one week before Thanksgiving. So yeah, two weeks. So do you have any long term effects so far? Um, no, my, I had a lingering cough for a while and uh, it's still there a little bit. You guys, I'll, I'll be muting off and on. Um, but just, um, and I was pretty lethargic for about a week after, like I would get bursts of energy. I could do stuff for an hour or two, uh, but I wouldn't know like how long it would last. And I would just crash or just be really tired or have that cough or, or, um, like winded and out of breath. Um, and that's getting better. So uh, every day it feels a little bit better. So probably a week or two, I'll, I feel like I'll be back to 100%. I'm going, you know, eating good again and then going back to gym. I lost some weight from it, which was rough, I think. I don't know. Maybe like it stayed off and I'm feeling better. So maybe that's a plus. But um, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting back in the gym and, and uh, that's helping a lot, I think. Just being I'm like I'm having to force myself to be active. Uh, because I'll just I'll slump down into a lazy, squishy mess if I don't. So that's really helping a lot. Oh, good. We're glad you're feeling better. So thank you. That's why we haven't had an episode in two weeks. We mm-hmm. wanted to give honestly Kyle some time to recover, and honestly, it was a nice little break too because we've been hitting this hard um, for almost two years. Uh, we're coming up on the two year anniversary, so that's coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah, we need a little, um, little break every so often, <clears throat> refresh, recharge the batteries. Mm-hmm. And, we, uh, you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because we do like, I mean, you guys have been listening for a while. We we don't do the short content, the 15, 20 minute um, no. podcast that in little episodes that you'll see a lot of people do. Like we sometimes we do some long stuff and uh, there's a lot of time that goes into that. And every now and then, just like I think with uh, anything that you do with. This type of stuff that we'd like to do from podcasts to um, streaming to even just like playing video games that you enjoy. Um, If you don't take a little bit of a break every so often, burnout's going to hit or anything in life that you enjoy. If you just do it too much, um, 
burnout is a real thing in yeah. every aspect of life. And so every so often we may just need to take a little break so we can keep doing this. Well, actually, we I've got two things after we do our little intro here um, to yeah. go over. And it goes on that one of the things, actually three things. So uh, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. We're back. We're back. Well, we are two thirty to forty something year olds. I say right now two thirty to forty something year olds. Kyle had a birthday with, while he was sick. I'm still thirty something. Happy birthday, still thirty something. Yay! We talk about pretty much whatever we want. I'm Chris, and I'm Kyle. If you guys would like to hang out with us live and in person, um, or communicate and interact with the community, we have a Discord that you can join. Links in the show notes down below. Below. Uh, below discord is free it's a great way for people to interact to build a community if you guys are not familiar with it um it's like chat rooms on steroids we've got all kinds of little subcategories where if you guys want to talk about video games anime movies tv shows comics funkos Whatever. legos beer there's lots of stuff and people talk a lot in there so you'll find some people with some common interest uh, maybe here's some of the people that we talk about in the community that we talk about and mention on the show a lot that are always in there um, carrying things on and having their own conversations. It's gotten to the point where we were usually able to keep up with like every conversation that was going on. Now there's all these other things going on that Chris and I are like, you guys have at it. We're not even having to be involved in all of them. And that's awesome. No, no and I feel bad because I think we might have been, might have asked something. Stitch, Tano yeah. might have asked something. And I think we've missed it. There's a good chance. There's a good chance because there's so much that's going on in there. Uh, but it's this time of year or two. Yeah. And also, if you guys would like to hang with us live and in person, uh, Chris and I stream on Twitch. Um, Chris is under Giver Unit 01, G U Y V E R U N T 01. Uh, mine is under K SIG, K underscore S I G. And we try to stream together every Friday and Saturday night doing fun community games on Friday night and spooky horror themed games on saturday night this last friday night we played uh surgeon simulator 2 which was which, fun as hell. which was super fun um and then uh as of recording last night we played um what was it don't don't look away don't look away or something like that it was kind of the uh, uh asymmetrical horror game that was themed around the the whole weeping angels concept where one player plays who. as killer mannequins, and uh, they can't move. If you look at them, when you look away, they can start chasing you down. A little $3 game on uh, Steam that ended up being a whole lot of fun. Which we whole need lot five of fun. players, I think, for, though. Yeah, you could have, you'd have up to five? Yeah, it's five. Yeah, so and it was a, like a little $3 game. It was super cool. So we had fun with that, and we'll play like Pummel Party, and we'll play Phasmo and different horror themed games. So you guys come check us out, hang out with that. We also think or scream occasionally throughout the week. Um, Chris likes his kind of cool. I don't want to say like throwback games, but like your Leisure Suit Larrys and um, these. They're not. I wouldn't call them obscure. What would you call them? You you um, said it. You hit it on the head the other day, and I forgot what you call how you said it. Oh, I don't remember what I said. Like not um, retro. Retro throwback or, or like like retro reboots almost. Retro reboots. I don't know what I called it. You know, Chris does a lot of those. I've been doing a lot of uh, Call of Duty. And when I said years ago I wouldn't play another Call of Duty, and here we are. And, and also I think I'm going to end up getting Call of Duty yeah, now. Chris, well, Chris loves his Call of Duty, so I do. Yeah, if he loves that duty, I yeah. love duty. And I'll try to do some like survival games and stuff here and there again sometime soon because that that's my bread and butter. I love those. 
Um, but yeah, well, and over Christmas break, we'll be playing a lot more too. I think mm-hmm. we'll have freedom, freedom. So what are we talking and, uh, about today? Well, before that, let's get to these other two things first. We have two other things. Two other things. Okay. We are coming up to our two-year anniversary. Happy anniversary! So we're going to get the band back together and do our state of the nerd. Mm-hmm. We need to do that. That's a blast. Um, hopefully we can get everyone together for it. We'll see. Uh, we're still taking a little guys trip that we're going to be doing. We mm-hmm. need to actually talk about that. That's a side note, though. Um, but that'll give be us fun. better. That'll give us more chances to talk about the nerd stuff and better idea for content. We just had our wrapped. I sent to Kyle from Spotify. And what did it say? We put out 95, 96% more content. We, we do and, long episodes. <laughs> well, and, well, not just that, but just like episode wise. Like, so we're under, I think, the social and culture category under Spotify. I think and so. we put out like I think it was like 95, 96 percent more episodes and content than anyone else in the world that's on that's on the Spotify platform. Um, Spotify slash anchor. 95, 96 percent more content than anyone else in the world. So we crank out a lot. So I'm proud of us. There's a good yeah, pat on the back. Really good at cranking it. Where, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seems last night you caught us cranking it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so go us. Number two, listener of the week. Listener of the week. It was going to be someone else until on the thirtieth. Kinetics posted. Okay, what we got for Mister Kinetics? Mister Kinetics, we are his top podcast. Yay. And he has listened to 1,036 minutes of EGTN this year. That boy connects. Wait, where is top podcast? Did he have another podcast? Uh, Probably, but you know I mean, if we win by default, I'll still take it. We're not the side podcast. We're not the sidecast. No, we're the main cast. We're the main cast. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we we just stay in the house. So, is unless someone can prove me otherwise, he is now, he's the listener of the month. Kinetics may be listener of the year. Ooh. So if you guys are listening to this, if you have otherwise, if you can beat 1,036 minutes, post it. Let us know. Oh, man. I bet Banner's in the running. I Well, and I bet Stitch is in the running, too. I bet. Yeah. I bet but those are. Them fellas. Top three. Well, you know who else? Um, Chofe. Oh. Do we count Chofe? Chofe since every episode. Okay, too. fine. We'll count Chofe. Yeah. But we have to. Yeah. If you guys want to be fan of the year, post it. Fight for Let's our affections. Show us what you got. Love us. Love us. So, okay. So, what we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. In the words of Blaine and Antoine from Men on Film, loved it. No, I loved it. <laughs> so I haven't it, thought about that skit in so long. That's some, oh, I love those. That's some old and living color stuff. Holland, Land of the Dykes. Hated it. <laughs> um, I love that. Uh, yeah, we should do in living color and how it could never get. They could never do that nowadays, unless yeah. it was on like 
Netflix or something. Or even Fire Marshal Bill Burns. Even that skit couldn't. I don't know. That one. Oh, God, that was so good. Let me show you something. Handyman. They couldn't do that right now. There's so many they couldn't do. No. No. So, but. But what they could do is a Guardians Christmas special. Which was phenomenal. Mm hmm. And Return of the Nerky. Yay, we're nerking again. So we're going to go ahead and start, or else we're never going to finish. Yeah. We've been practicing, so it's good. Mm -hmm. So we start off by playing it, and of course, it's pure Guardians, the, you know, special presentation, like the 80s, like, rainbow effect, which, that's how you know there's Guardians. And I love it. I figured you would. And then, okay, do you know who sings this opening song? They sound I, drunk. I don't, but I like it. I do, too. So, on it, it's very Christmassy, like there's snow falling. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, of course, they're showing all the old clips, which I love. And then there's the Guardians. And the Marvel Studios is outlined in Christmas lights, which I love. Yeah, it was it was a really cool intro, for sure. Rare old mountains do. I thought he was talking about Mountain Dew. No, he's talking about, like, moonshine. Oh, yeah. Let's see, I thought he was talking about Mountain Dew. So we start, I'm like, what the hell are we watching? Because, okay, this animation, it's a it's animated. You see the um, Ravager's, uh, Ravager's ship. There you go. I can't talk today. You got it. Um, and it's animated. Then you look, and then you see, you're like, who is this? It's Is it Craglin? Um, I don't know. I've gotten my screen went blank. There we go. I think so. I'm pulling some stuff around here to get to look at things. Okay. Yeah, so I think that's Craglin. Is it, is it Craglin? Is that his name in there? Yeah. Okay. Um, which is Sean Gunn. Um, so Lily, my wife, always will know him forever as Kurt from Gilmore Girls, but he's in every single James Gunn show, so you know who Craglin is. Okay, this animation reminds me of very, very late 70s, early 80s animations, like Lord of the Rings, like the, yeah. the original Lord of the Rings animated movie, like those, that's what the animation completely reminded me of. Yeah, it's that kind of there's a it's grainy a little bit. It's a little bit like not stuttery, but it's not, you know, super smooth. And like here's the thing with this style, with them doing this style, when that was done originally, when you would see holiday specials and cartoons and things in this style, that's just how it turned out. Yeah. So think about the effort that it would have to go like the concerted effort. To purposely this? make it look like this, because now you're trying to recreate a feeling that happened, um, you know, not on purpose from these old cartoons. Like now we got to try to make it just right on purpose, and 30, that has to be hard. Thirty, forty years ago, yeah, yeah. Um, I I love it. I I think it 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 did bring back feelings for me, like nostalgia. Mm -hmm. So. It's Craglin and Peter sitting around, and you see Yondu coming out. What in the fires of Ogar do you think y'all are doing? And they made a little Christmas tree. He said, have you ever heard of Christmas? And you see it's it's a young Star-Lord, Peter Quill. Mm -hmm. 
He's explaining Christmas. He's a star lad at this point. He's a star lad, yes. Yeah. And Craglin <laughs> was helping him. And I love Yondu. And Peter goes, here, I got you a gift. And Yondu hits it. And he's like, what a Ravager gets, he works for it. We ain't about no damn handouts. Like, it's still Yondu. It's still Yondu. I love the guy. And they got Rooker to voice him. Yep. And but they got all the original voices. Yeah. Sounds like. like, I'm I'm glad that when I first started watching, it's like, is this going to be all animated? That's and, what I thought, too. Yeah. And then so, so what makes me nervous if something is going to be, like, all animated is they're not going to get all the original voices, right? Right. And so, like, oh, God, it's going to be all animated, and we're going to have some some swap-out voices and all this stuff. Like, oh, nope, we got everybody. And, yeah, no, I'm with you. And I paused it at the right moment. <laughs> so, basically, Yondu is just yelling at them and saying, "If I want all this crap gone. If it's not gone, you guys are going to be in latrine duty. Ooh. And Craglin, I love how this it goes the rest of the damn year, and Craglin goes, but that's Jeff's favorite job. <laughs> like you're talking back, Craglin, and then Yondu picks up the tree and just starts beating the shit out of it. Oh, angry Yondu. Yep, and he's like, I hate Christmas. And then they both just kind of look there, and then uh, if you look, and then, <laughs> and then we get to the live animation, it's like, and that's how Yondu ruined Christmas forever. It's Craglin. Now, did Yondu have that big sale? On the last movie, on two, I can't remember the big fin on his head. Did Yondu or did Craglin? Well, he took it from Yondu, mm -hmm. but I can't remember if it was that big or if it was the smaller one. I don't remember either. I, I really don't hey, remember. Rob, 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 tell us. So, but that's how it was in the comic, and I love how the they made his skin looks like it's you know it it's been implanted. Mm -hmm. Is it weird and that I want to touch he, it? Actually, I like, kind of do. Just out of out of morbid curiosity, not like in a sensual way. No, but, but like, yeah. It's like you know something sharp, and you shouldn't touch it, but you touch it anyway. Like, and I would be tempted to just like <laughs> grab it and like wiggle it around. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see Craglin's talking to Mantis and Drax and Nebula. And Drax is... And, you know, Man is like, oh, that's terrible. And Drax is cracking up. He's like, I like the part where Yondu kicked over the tree. God. I love Drax so much. Oh, I do, too. He's just so dumb. And they're all looking at him, and he stops laughing. <laughs> Batista then, uh, plays him about, so well. Like, it oh, just great. Like, you know, we we talk, you know, we're going to go, I'm going to go off on a tangent here. We talk about, like, you have these characters and then somebody plays the character. And now that person is that character. Forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, forever, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, Tony Stark mm -hmm. forever. Now uh, we've had the Joker debate over like, well, is, is Ledger going to be known as the Joker for now? And right. uh, ooh, we kind of, we may not now, but like with Drax, I mean, Batista is Drax. That's yeah. solid. And that's set. And that's amazing. I love it. So, and then, which we know, Guardians 3, that's coming up. That's the end of Batista's contract with Marvel yeah. as Drax. Um, and we'll talk more about this later, too. But it's, you know, this is the end of the Guardians 3. We know that. No. Um, because 
you know, James Gunn directed this episode, he's done. Like when they screwed him over, now mm-hmm. he's the what is it, the co-CEO or co-president of the new DC movie and television section for WB. Mm-hmm. I think Marvel fucked up. He's well, he's on movies and TV. Yeah. He's, Ooh. he's yeah. It's him and another guy. So they're not putting it on one person. So they're and you know, Gunn's a genius in my opinion. I love James Gunn. Mm-hmm. But now he's in charge of the creative aspects of both of these. DC needed that. Oh, yeah. And this I think this is a big blow for Marvel. Yeah. As long as he doesn't try to make DC Marvel. You know what I mean? Yeah, like try yeah, to no. try to copy the formula because I don't think it will work. And we've said it over and over again a hundred times that like DC is usually darker, grittier, yeah, more realistic as you can get with realism in these type of movies. Mm-hmm. And if he can take the storytelling and the episodic nature of some of these films and and make these big expansive universes work, that's what they need. They need a universe to work if they want to yeah. do that. Or they stick with the one-offs, 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 and you right. get to experience something new every time. I don't so, know which one I would rather like, but I think Gunn can do some good stuff for him. I think he'll do fine because I liked the new Suicide Squad movie and I loved Peacemaker. And it fit the tone of the universe. So I think he's going to do well over there. You think so? I, th- I, I hope think so. he's going to do great. I mean, we're just, everybody's just going to benefit saying. from it. It's not like yeah. if, you know, DC starts doing good that Marvel's going to do bad or vice versa. It just We just benefit as fans. Yep. So Competition's healthy. We get to our first Easter egg here when Nebula says, ever since buying Nowhere from the Collector. So Nowhere is now under the control of the Guardians. Yep. Which is awesome. And if you noticed, notice how bright it is in there now compared to how it was all dark, like a mm-hmm. space mining colony before yeah. previous movies. It really cleaned the place up. They really did. And, you know, Nebula, we don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. And it's all bright now, which is really cool. And then do you see the, in that scene right there, do you see the eye of the celestial nowhere looking Uh, out into space? Go back there. Look in the top left. All righty. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. Oh, it's from the inside out. All right. Yeah. I just love how you see all these little details in this. That's a cool, yes, that's a cool little detail. And for you guys that are new that have never listened to us break down, what we usually do is Chris and I will group watch one of these um, most of the time on Disney Plus, and we break things down scene by scene as much as we can, looking for details and little Easter eggs and little hidden things and stuff. So these usually run longer than whatever it is the source material is, um, but it allows us to really, you know, one, uh, watch a movie with your buddy without having to be there, which group watch is cool for that. But two, we get to pause and look for things, um, and we've we've found some cool stuff in the past before that. Nobody found one. Now, we may not necessarily been right about it, but it was still interesting. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Next thing you know, we see Peter talking to someone. He walks off, and then we see Rocket, and here's our next uh, Easter egg. Cosmo, which who we saw in the Care of the Collector in 2. Mm-hmm. Um, Cosmo in the comics is kind of like one of the leaders of the Guardians at one point um, because he can link them all. He's got telepathy and telekinesis. And I'm trying to remember in the comic, a, he you missed he, an awesome opportunity. That's fine. <laughs> of what? He has telekinesis, Kyle. 
Anyway. Oh, yeah. He's got telekinesis. That's telekinesis, Kyle. He's also got the power to move you. Damn it. Yeah, I did miss that. My bad. We're rusty. But in the comic, he had a strong male Russian accent and through um, telepathy. And here it looks like his little collar talks for him, and it's like a little kid. Mm -hmm. And Rocket's yelling at him. He's like, what use is telekinesis if you can't even aim? I love me some Rocket. Yeah, the... Yeah, it's it's like okay, his collar. It's like Doug's collar from Up. It is. It is. <laughs> I wonder if that's a if that's a <laughs> Easter egg. I don't remember that in the comic like that. I think I he talks to telepathy. Of him with the collar. He's got I, a collar. I don't remember if it talked for him though. But you know, yeah, you keep talking. I'm gonna look him, it up. Okay, Cosmo goes. You want to do it? Then you do it. He's like, just concentrate, stupid mutt. And he barks and then drops everything. And Costa was like, I refuse to do any more work while you demean me. So kind of looking, it looks like it may... The way the collar was stylized in the comics, one of the little circles on it could probably could maybe be interpreted as a speaker. It might have been. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've yeah. read the original or the run with Guardians. I need to go back and reread it. Then we see Peter. He's walking. He's talking to Bisma Cockle, Cockle, mm-hmm. and then he's talking about this aliens talking about. Hey, we've got these old Earth instruments, and we're trying to work this out. Thought you might be able to help us out. That's about one of your Earth traditions. And then I looked. This is actually a band. It's a real life band that they got to dress like the aliens. Um, and that band is the old ninety sevens, I think it is. Let's see, hold on. Guardians. And the soundtrack to the Guardians holiday special is also on um everywhere. Spotify and everything. I've been mm-hmm. listening to it. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um yeah, it's the old 97s. They're actually a real band. In this song, he's about to... Um, he said, everything I know about Christmas, I learned from Cosmo, who learned from Craglin, who learned from you. So we're going to talk to you about the source. And this is probably one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Of oh, this basically yeah. singing of, uh, of Santa. And yes. So <laughs> it starts off kind of you know, like you would think a traditional Christmassy Santa Claus song thing, you know, of, of all the cool things that Santa does, and then it just devolves into chaos. It's so great. <clears throat> He's talking about, and, you know, Peter's like, I'm super busy. I gotta go this way. Santa is a furry freak with epic superpowers. That is the opening. Like, I love that. And so, what it what it okay. makes me kind of think of the way that he's describing all these like superpowers and like flamethrowers and all this stuff that Santa does. It makes me think of robot Santa, robot from, Santa. Yeah. from Futurama. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Ho, ho, ho. Who will glide my sleigh tonight? Mm-hmm. Robot Santa is awesome. Oh, I love that. Okay. So it's, it's going out and then we see someone walking up and I go, no, 
is that Groot? Because if you remember, Groot was, I am Groot. Last time we saw him. And he was a wee little one. And then when he was adult Groot, you know, tall and skinny, this Groot is jacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been really uh, hitting the old... Uh, Scott's fertilizer. Yeah, that's... <laughs> And, oh, yeah, and one of the lyrics of the song is, he will put dung in your socks if you don't leave milk and cookies out. Which is accurate, I think. Yeah, he puts shit in your socks. And, yeah, Quill's like, that is not part of the lore at all. Um, You guys, just listen to the song. It's called I Don't Know What Christmas Is. It is so great. I like how that you were talking about Groot again. Like, he's very, and he is kind of adult or teenager-ish supposed to be like, I guess, in his life span yeah. at this point. And they, he looks very much like a, you know, young adult, older <laughs> teenager Groot. His dr- yeah, who's working out all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that thing he did with his hand, that was impressive. Yeah. In a circle. So we get we get the uh, the real band, which is the alien band, which is also a real band. Going yeah, through the whole 97s. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. This part I love so much. He's compelled his creepy ales to do his every wish. Once thought oh, yeah. to be a dentist, now he's sleeping with the fish. Do you know what that's a reference to? No. Rankin and Bass, Hermes, the um, the um, Rankin and Bass, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Remember mm-hmm. that he wanted to be the dentist with Yukon Cornelius and the Yeti? So they got their idea of what Earth Christmas traditions are from probably weird broadcasts that they uh-huh. intercepted. Okay. But yeah, and so yeah, and so that's a reference to the Rankin and Bass, which I love because Rankin and Bass is canon now. Mm-hmm. There's so oh. many things that okay. So one, if Marvel considers everything that happens in this canon, which I'm sure they will, yep. Uh, because I don't think they really put anything out that they don't consider canon, except for like the what if. Well, even the what if is canon. Yeah, what if's canon. So Marvel doesn't really do one-off stuff to do one-off stuff. Like when you think of like all the Star Wars holiday specials and things. It and so there's a lot of stuff that part. happens in this episode, in this episode, in this little special that yeah. has implications. We got to think of the implications, Chris. Implications. And um, like this part of the song. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's cool, and I haven't. So when I saw that they were actually doing a quote-unquote Christmas special, I was expecting that there may be some, you know. Uh, Oh, I got stretched. Ah, some like backlash ish from it. Like, mm-hmm. why is it? You know, I mean, it says holiday special in the title, but yeah. they reference Christmas a lot. And like, okay, well, that may get them a little bit of backlash. And I haven't really seen any. And they did it where it makes sense because that's, you know, Quinn grew up celebrating Christmas on Earth. Yep. And well, so yeah, it makes sense that like this is, you know, they're just talking about how you think about Christmas as a kid and the holidays and, you know, the the interaction with family and exchanging gifts and all that in it. And uh, they made it work. Yeah. And I was worried that it would just get backlash for backlash sakes because like, oh, they're talking about Christmas, you know, and uh, Marvel did a good job with it. And I think the community has been really good with it. So I've heard nothing but good stuff about. Yeah, those. I haven't. I looked just for any controversy or 
anything just because that. And no, no, they're just, it's. They did great. Internet nerds are doing good. Good job, guys. And now we're on the next part of the song where it says, Mrs. Claus, she works the pole. Plans for man's <laughs> yeah. demise. Oh, I died. Because that could mean two different things. Oh, well, it only means one thing. He's working the pole. Mm-hmm. And Quill's like, Now no! on the main stage, Mrs. Claus. <laughs> what would she Great. dance to? What do you think Miss, Mrs. Claus would dance to? Cardi B. <laughs> you should want me like Jingle Bell Rock? Or like... Giddy up, this Jingle is, Horse. Uh, jingle Horse. <laughs> I cracked myself up with that one. That was a good one. That was a good one, sir. Um, next thing you hear on this, you see Groot in the back. Groot's rocking out this whole time. He goes, I am Groot! Like <laughs> someone at a concert. Oh. It was so great. I love just that one line and just how it just works. Yeah, earthlings are so weird, and Quill's like, that's true. This is such a great song. Mm -hmm. We get on through, they're still singing Christmas Time's Here, Christmas Time's Here. Quinn seems unimpressed because now his, you know, his his heart is broken because the memories aren't there. What the hell's a turtle dove and who let up that deer? He's talking about Rudolph. I love Drax just in the background. Mm-hmm. So this this is just a really cool scene. It did make it, it set the tone and made it kind of festive. Because, I mean, let's be honest. Holiday specials and Christmas specials and stuff are always a little bit cheesy. <laughs> and that, that's just the nature of, like, these type of things. And they made it. They made it cheesy in a good way. Yeah. Oh, they made it great. Like, it, it fits the universe. It works. And then we get Drax and Mantis talking about this and how mm-hmm. Yondu ruined Christmas for Quinn. And they're, uh, <laughs> they're planning. I love they're, that part. They're starting to plan on, like, they want to make Christmas better. Uh, and, yeah. You know. And- Better for him, for Quill. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I said Quinn. Quill. I'm yeah, going to do that a lot too. I don't know why. I do it all I don't the time. Know why. It's Cobrain. <sighs> um, Mantis says, you know, it's because you know my secret. And he's like, that you ate all the Zarg nuts in the commissary. And she's like, no, my other secret. And he's like, that you're Quill's sister. Mm-hmm. Here's our next Easter egg. Mantis and Star Lord are actually biologically related which makes a lot of sense would be like biologically cosmically because making what ego is and yeah <laughs> i guess we flirted with some luke and leia moments in this we did but they never kissed thank god that would have been weird yeah tried to kill his mother and tried to kill you guys like peter's father our father so they are brother and sister, and she doesn't want to tell him because she doesn't want that to be reminded. And every time that Peter sees her, that 
their father tried to kill or killed his mom. Mm-hmm. And he's sad about Gamora being gone. Now we know Gamora has left. We saw her at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> Love that part. Drake's still going and, on about the Zarg nuts. Yeah, and then she goes, "We give it would make him happy if we can give him the Zarg nuts, except you ate them all." And she does that Mantis thing. Get over the Zarg nuts. I love Mantis because she's so like innocent, uh, childlike in her reasoning. Yeah, like, well, he's maybe he won't ha- hate me if I give him a good Christian. Like, this is something that you would see that you would think of like a little kid would do. Yeah, to make things. Right. And then you know, and that's her attitude through the whole thing, through living through the special. And then you know, she uh, gets hammered at one point. We'll talk about oh, that. It's but so awesome. So they well, decided the, that they need to go bring him. Did they say they're like bring him uh, his hero or the uh, crap? How did they here put it is it? right here. Yeah, uh, Quill's only legendary hero who has saved countless lives. Yeah, we could give Quill him as a present. I mean, giving Quill the hero as a present. And then our next Easter egg. What is our next Easter egg? Is it an Easter egg? Yeah, I think it is because he's now canon in the universe. Oh well, we see. We see Kevin Bacon, and, like, he's, okay, so here's, okay, let's go back. Well, we can keep going with this, but it's fine. We see Kevin Bacon, so we know that's who they're talking about. That Like, that's just obvious, foreshadowing stuff, whatever. But, so that makes Kevin Bacon, as Kevin Bacon the person, existing in the Marvel Universe, right? right? Which is, one, awesome. Because we right. get, I, like, I love it when you get actors playing themselves in things like this. Mm-hmm. But, again, there's implications. Mm-hmm. So if this is canon, as Kevin Bacon is Kevin Bacon in this hey, Guardian Kira special. Sedgwick. He's talking to Kira. Hey, Sedgwick. So both of them and some other people later on. Does that mean, and it probably should mean, that they cannot play a character in Marvel going forward? So, in the if you look in the Legends series movies, which is X Men First Class, all the Fox Men movies, Sebastian Shaw, mm-hmm. which means he can't come back and play him now. It's true. So, eh. next thing you know, Drax and Mantis are in the new ship. It's not the Miliano. Nope. It's the... Um, oh crap, I forgot the what they called it. The ship? Yeah. It's the Bowie. The Bowie. Yes, you were telling me before the ship. Yeah. Yeah, they, it was named after David Bowie and Peter keeping it with 80s idols. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, cool. listen to this song that's on here that they're playing as they're going through the warps. Tell me if you can recognize what it is. I had to tell Lily. She goes, it is. Well, I've got it muted because I don't know if... Here, unmute it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know if it'll pick up the recording or not. Oh. Oh, I've heard that song. I so swear. Is it Santa? So, like you said, the USA. I am pretty sure that is the song that Jimmy Fallon and Chris Catan and Chris Parnell and Tracy Morgan sang on Saturday Night Live. The that might the, be it. 
they made me I work. don't know what Christmas, but Christmas time is near. And remember, yeah, he, they're just doing the. So, so Fallon Christmas song. I'm almost positive that's what it is. Dun, 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 dun. And Chris Catan. Chris Parnell and Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I'm looking here. Oh, this is a different one. Yeah. I think it is. I think it is. It's Horatio Sands, Jimmy Fallon, Chris Kattan, and oh, Tracy Horatio Morgan. Sands, that's right. Which, it might be a real holiday song. I don't know. Uh, no, but... Th- that's all I know it from, though. <laughs> Like I, okay, I knew it sounded familiar. Right. So there you go. So now Mantis goes, I wonder which one belongs to Kevin Bacon. They're flying over the I do like Hollywood. the new ship, how it looks, with the ring. And then you see them flying, and people, like, this Asian lady's crying. And Mantis like, Drax, why are they staring? He's like, you put the cloaking device on like you said you did, right? And Drax is like, yes. Yes, of course. And then he flips the switch, and it goes invisible. He goes, I can plainly see that you just did it right now in front of me. And they're arguing like they do. And the man just goes, I wish I brought Groot. <laughs> Groot would have been fun for this. Yes. So now they're cloaking, and they land in the most inconspicuous spot ever, right above the Hollywood sign. And the, did you see what, Gr- what Drax said? Uh-uh. Well, ask her, do you think Kevin Beaker, Bacon is the leader of the world or just most people? <laughs> she goes, I think everybody. Oh, I'm so excited. And they're just cracking up. I'm glad we got a Drax and Mantis adventure. I do, too. And like, it, it's kind of refreshing. So they're walking down in front of the Hollywood Theater now. Or, mm-hmm. And the and, old Walk of Fame. Yep. Yeah. And then they see all these, you know, the. The people dressed up. There's a Zorro. We see Captain Jack. And then we see... What do we see in the back? A Gobot. A Gobot. Which was the poor man's version of Transformers. How excited were you to see, to see Gobots? Extremely, because I actually did like Gobots. The challenge of the Gobots wasn't on for very long, because it's such a shit show, but I liked it. I had Leader One. Was the of F- course you 15. did. And then I had their little base, and then I had one of the cars, too. Like, they were such crappy Transformers, and the, what this guy's dressed up as is Psykill. Gobots are now canon! So, that means... Yes. Ant-Man. Well, they're yes. actually canon not as a series, but as, like, in the Marvel Universe, right? Because yep. of what gets said here in a minute. So there's a lot of things if we're going to keep keep with this whole theme of canon, canoning, whatever, canoning. that canonization. This, this, like we said earlier, like this has some implications. Like there's a lot of things that come up that uh, could be very interesting or could, you know, kind of put a kibosh on some stuff. Right. But I like this because there's somebody cosplaying as, as Captain America and you see Mantis. She's like, Steve! Yeah. Do you see Black Widow back there too? Yep, there was. We saw Black Ant-Man. Widow. We saw Ant Man. We see Captain Rogers there. We see 
He runs away when Manus jumps on him. Who else was there's a few others we saw. Uh, there's where Drax sees the GoBot. Yeah, he said, he goes, hey, and then he he takes the Drax stance where he's about to attack. Yeah. And then what does Manus say? She's like, I'm sorry, GoBots killed his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. And so he's just I, so ready to, <laughs> yeah, she's like, stop being a bigot. Yeah, he's like, I'll rip your head off and stuff. And there's a Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Black Widow. We got a mummy in the background back there, which could be just, uh-huh. you know, any mummy. People came up, started taking pictures with Drax and Manus. Mm-hmm. And they gave him money. And Manus is like, what is this? And so now they're taking all sorts of pictures with people. You know, lots of money. Like they're the bachelorette party all over Drax. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got the same pose in like every picture. Yep. He's just standing there. He's just kind there. of standing there. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Was it that? Was it right there where somebody was like, I got a picture with the God of War? Yes. Yeah. And so oh, I died at that part. I was like, wait, I had to rewind. Like, did they say what I thought they said? Like, oh, they think he's Kratos. That's cool. They think he's Kratos. <laughs> and so they're just they're gathering up money. money. Like, she got a wad of money. I'm looking for if anybody. Oh, yeah. Then Drax starts just beating the shit out of a go by. <laughs> go by. <laughs> Well, poor little mantis is okay. distracting. Oh. Here's our next Easter egg. What do you got? They're walking down the street. Well, I'm like two and seconds I, behind you. Okay, counting money. And then if you look at the sign up there. Oh. There's an Eternals reference. Kingo's Christmas. Mm-hmm. There's so, our first. So Eternals. Yep, Eternals are still around. Yeah. They sure are. Again, I didn't <laughs> mind the movie. I really didn't either. It was slow. It was slow as hell, but it may I end really up being one of those it. movies that when you go back after a couple of years and rewatch, you're like, okay, I can, it, it may catch some like, I don't want to say like cult status, but right. there may oh. be some super redeeming things that we just, that people this just This is why get. I like doing Nurkies too. Okay. We go back and we catch shit we missed the first time. I didn't even notice this the first time, but it makes sense. I mean, I noticed it, but didn't notice this, the bar. So they're walking into this bar, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a pride flag outside the bar. I didn't notice that the first time. Mm. Uh, the outside of the bar almost looked like um, where the guy, I forgot his name now, in She-Hulk was performing that had his, that was like the disgraced. <sighs> the magician? Yes. It looks similar that, to that. Which I that, wonder if that could be it. I gotta go back and look at that. I don't know if She-Hulk took place in Hollywood. I don't think it did. I'm trying to remember where. Hey, B-Rob, tell us. You loved She-Hulk so much. We need need B-Rob on speed dial. Speed Rob. He he hated She-Hulk so much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's pride flags all around. So this is a gay bar. Mm -hmm. Very much so. But it's got good music and good drinks. Um... People dancing around, and man, it just throws all this money on there. And Jack's like, give us your finest libations. Here's our next throwback. Or I guess Easter egg. The bartender is Flua Borg, who was also in another James Gunn movie. Oh, he was in Suicide Squad. That was it. He was Javelin in Suicide Squad. He was in Pitch Perfect Perfect. 2. I love Flua Borg. Uh, What else has he been in? 
Why would I know where Kevin Bacon is located? I love Fluo Borg. And Palm, aka Manus, was also in Suicide Squad. So he's a Fluo Borg, he's a stand-up comic Comedian. too, right? Was he yeah. was on uh he had a YouTube thing for a while. Oh yeah, okay. Now I know who he is. Now I know who yeah. he is. He's, he's hilarious. Freaking hilarious, yeah. Because he's got that deadpan German sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Very, on Conan like, a lot. That's what it was. Yeah, he was... yeah, he was on Conan a ton. Mm-hmm. That's oh I yeah, he's he funny as hell. Start. Yeah. So you have both of them were in Suicide Squad, and then I love the way Manis is t- taking the shot. She drinks it like a dog, then takes it, and then <laughs> she starts blowing out smoke after she takes the shot. Drax is cracking up. Cracking. Yeah. We've got we've got a knockoff Morgan Freeman in the back just watching. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Vegas Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Vegas Morgan Freeman. And look, then you got Freddie Mercury. Yeah, so yeah, you got knockoff Freddie Mercury. <laughs> the guy comes with Drax, like, come dance with us. And Drax, dancing is for people that are pathetic. Yeah. But he goes, oh, how about a drink then? He's like, two shots of tequila. And then, you know, Manus out there rubbing butts. And then mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman comes talk to Drax. They, and took, they, they took a lot of shots. A lot. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they got fast motion. The next thing you know, it's one of the posters that you see. It's Drax sitting there with a Santa hat and Manus has got sunglasses hiccuping. Mm-hmm. I go, we got to know where Kevin Bacon is. There are tens of thousands of people on this planet. <laughs> I we love don't her obliviousness. What... Yes. We don't know what Kevin Bacon looks like. And then someone goes, you want to know where Kevin Bacon lives? And it's <laughs> one of those maps to the stars people. How convenient that they ended up in front of a map stand. I love that. Okay. And she's like, that'll be 40 bucks. And she's like, uh-oh, we don't have any money left. So she panics and touches the lady's hand. It's like, you'll give us the map. Yeah, she's, she's like, give it to me for free. free. And then she's like, give me all your money. You yeah. <laughs> That's so oh. great. That's I mean, and the Guardians are anti-heroes. Okay, next. Okay, yeah, let's, let's pause walking. right here. This, this is what I was talking about before the show. So we get this like cool little graphic yeah. thing of uh, the map to the stars, and <clears throat> so it shows. Oh, them, like, their faces are the um. What do they call those? The Disney little cutesy ones. What do they call those? It's like with a C. I don't know. Yeah, it's they're like the little like chibi. It's not chibi. They're like chibi like. Yeah, except Disney has a word for it. Okay, go ahead. So we see the map to the stars, and so we have uh John Cena showing up on the map. We've got the governor, Arnold. We've got who's in the bottom left? I don't know who that is. I'm not sure who that is. We've got Margot Robbie. Wait. No, I don't know who that is. Let me see if I can look and see who's on the map. So yeah, so now we have two more references to Suicide Squad. We have Cena and Margot Robbie show up. And then yeah, who else we got on here? I don't know who that is on the bottom left at all. Um, at all. 
that we got, and then we got Queen, La- is that Queen Latifah. That's Queen Latifah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Is and it? So, what this means to me is this is establishing this little group of actors, right, as themselves in the Marvel universe. So that means we can't have Arnold play somebody. Please be a villain in six one six. Other, well, he really can't be anybody but Arnold at this point. Right? Yeah, right. Cena can only be Cena. Marga and, and so you know, so that's they can't be cast now, Mm-mm. other than themselves. But this is Gunn's last jump in Marvel at, as of right now, anyway. Well, yeah, but they would they would have to do some retconning. I mean, <clears throat> this would be a stretch to as a reason not to cast anyone, right? But if they want an ex- an excuse not to cast anyone. From that, that shows on this little map, they could be like, I don't know. Well, you know, Arnold's already established as Arnold. We can't get which they wouldn't get. I don't think they'd get Cena, anyways. No, but it's also kind of funny that you've got you've got Cena showing up in a Batista thing. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, that is so great. Well, then they finally make it to Kevin Bacon's. Here's our next Easter egg. What's he watching on TV? He is watching Santa, what's it called? Santa versus or um, Santa Claus conquers the Martians. Santa Claus con- conquers the Martians. Yeah. Where do you and I know it from? It was a uh, Mystery Science Theater, wasn't it? Yep. yep. Mystery Science Theater. Riff Tracks has done it. Like all the riffers. Like it is so terribly great. And Kevin Bacon's not watching the riff of it. He's just cracking up. He's watching the actual movie. <clears throat> And then his high-tech security system rings, and you see Manus going in and out, and, and they're yelling, we are looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. And Drax is just repeating everything Manus says. Mm-hmm. Well, but Because her voice is small and mousy, according to Drax. So <laughs> he has to make sure that... We got great <laughs> catches, yeah. He's Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's like, yeah, sorry, I can't help you. And so Manus just keeps ringing it, going, hello? 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 It's a vibrant. <clears throat> Surprised that Kevin's answering his own doorbell. Me too. He's got people for that. <clears throat> it's like, he's gone. Look what you did. You acted weird and made him not want to talk to us. I love how they fight. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's like children. It really is. It really is. <laughs> and so, like, when she's like, she's looking at the gate, she's like, do you think you can maybe toss me over? And he's like, Hah! And just yeah, slings her little manis ass over that. And, and, and I love her when, like, that part when she goes, what are you doing? <laughs> At least they've sobered up a little bit. Yeah. Toss you over the gate. Don't toss you over the gate. Make up your mind, Drax says. This is basically the Marvel Christmas version of The Hangover. It really is. And Drax just jumps over the gate. You don't realize they make him out to be a fool in this, but Drax is super strong. Yeah. And they'll looking at Kevin Bacon's decoration. Drax goes, <gasps> I want this funny man. And she's like, don't just take stuff. And then she sees a giant candy cane. She's like, oh, so they take him. Yeah. And they go, I guess that's what it's here for. They, they make their way up to Kevin Bacon's door, which, you know, he's just he's just trying to chill. That's all he wants to do. He wants to eat his sandwich. Watch a crappy old movie and just relax like a normal person. But you can't because you're Kevin Bacon. Because he's legendary hero Kevin Bacon. Yes. 
And how old is Bacon now? He's got to be in his 50s. Why is he not listed? Hold on here. I'm, I'm pulling up the IMDb. You keep on. I'm going to find this right. Kevin Bacon fact. And he answers the door. He says, I don't know what you guys are thinking, but this isn't cool. It's private property. Kindly put down my elf and my candy cane and go. I'm calling the police right now. And he takes out his phone. And all of a sudden, Drax runs through the window. Oh, he's like 64 now. Is he really? Uh-huh. Drax goes, you're coming with us as a Christmas present. And Kevin Bacon's running. He's like, there's two people in costumes. I need help. And he's, you know, it's a chase scene is what it is now. Yeah. Chasing through the house. He's got the cops on the phone. And they're playing it. And then Manus is jumping like a Manus. Mm-hmm. And then there's some song about I want an alien for Christmas is playing. And then Kevin Bacon, man, he just jumped off the balcony. I hope he did his own stunts. I highly Me doubt too. it. Yeah, he's trying to get away. And then all of a sudden you see Manus and Drax just, oh, this is easy. Mm -hmm. He really got a lot further than I thought he would. I did, too. And then Drax's like, I left my funny little man in the house. I'll go back and get him. And go, But Kevin Bacon's going to get away. <laughs> and then he's like, but you've got your swirly little man. She's like, how can you possibly think? Oh, she's holding, she's holding a candy yeah. cane. Yeah. And so they had this long argument over who gets to keep what for like. And because she was responsible and held it. Yeah. And while Kevin Bacon's getting away. Like, do you want Kevin Bacon or do you want your funny little man to make Peter's Christmas better? And Drax is sick. <laughs> he actually has to think about it. it. A funny little man. No. <laughs> I love it when she yells. He's so sad about losing his funny little man. <clears throat> so we've got Bacon running down the street. We've got Mantis and Drax just like hippity hopping on the other side of the hedges after him. Like he's it's moving. So great. He is moving. The cops show up and block off the street. Three cop cars. Kevin Bacon in the middle of the street. The cops start, you know, telling them we've got the 911 call. He's like, you get these things away from me. Mantis is waving at the cops. Mm -hmm. They draw down, the cops draw down on him. You need to back up and shoot, raise your hands over your head, stop. And then they shoot Drax a lot, like And he's a lot. cracking up. Yeah. He's like, stop it, it tickles, I'm going to pee my pants. I love that part. I was dying at that part. And then Manus mm -hmm. goes hitting the cops with the candy cane. And Puts them all to sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah. Puts all the cops to sleep. She's really doing some butt kicking here. You forget they're goofy, but they're still guardians of the galaxy. They can yeah. fight. I like they how the, it, like, it swaps out of goofy mode into, you know, ass kicking mode. Mm hmm. And so she puts all the cops Thanks. to sleep. We got a good little, little fight scene here. She almost gets to Kevin Bacon. More cops show up. Drax catches the cop car, flips it over. And uh, what is she? She says something funny to him here. It's like, yeah, Drax, you can't just kill people. <laughs> She makes sure she gets her candy cane. She like does not leave that giant candy cane behind. Because oh, she's responsible. Yeah, she's responsible. <laughs> and then she makes this face as she gets closer to the police car. She's like, are you okay? <clears throat> and the cop's like, yep, yep. And man, it's like, we are not doing anything wrong. We're just taking the legendary hero, Kevin Bacon, to give him as a present to a friend who is sad about Christmas. And the cop's like, okay. Yep, that's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> We're we're out of it now. <clears throat> she thought about it. She goes here. She gave her candy cane to them. Mm -hmm. 
That was a big thing. I really wanted this, but we're even now. Okay, she said. She's like a little kid. Like, here, you're you're fine. Don't tell mom you can have my G.I. Joe. Here, take my G.I. Joe. It's my favorite one. Just don't tell mom we did this. Does this look like a man? They're like, no. She's like, of course not. My friend's being an idiot. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, Kevin Bacon does not get away. They catch up to him. She does um, her little spell on, not spell, but she puts him in the trance. She's like, hey, you're going with us. Uh, but first, we've got to stop here. So, Kevin Bacon's now, you know, under her trance on their side. They go and pretty much rob this Christmas store and then load up um, the Bowie, their new spaceship, with all this like Christmas gear. Drax has got a sweater with a cat and a Santa hat with laser eyes coming out. Um, and they're, they're dressed up pretty sweet, right? And so Mantis then like asks, you know, do you know the Fonz? Um, and <laughs> Kevin Bacon's like the Fonz. She's like, yeah, he's a hero like you. So they're trying to like relate him to um, all these heroes that like Peter had talked to them about. And so he starts explaining, well, you know, the Fonz's name, real name is Henry, Henry Winkler. I do know him. He's a nice guy. And he's like, oh, would you, you know, they start talking about like team ups, like he's a hero. And then Drax's like, well, tell us when you saved a small town by dancing like a moron. And Bacon's getting like, well, that wasn't me. There's was a character I played in Footloose. So they start putting these, these, all this together. And he's like, well, what about when you fought and defeated the super strong mass killer Jason Voorhees in the woods? And, uh, so he's getting like, nope, not me. Just a character I played. Actually, he didn't actually kill Jason. He got stabbed through the neck with an arrow. And so the violence sort of Drax just starts cracking up laughing, and then it clicks. Like he's laughing, then he's just staring at him. And like, and the man's like, he's an actor. He never actually saved anyone. <laughs> of course, Drax hates the fact that he's an actor. Retching and coughing, all this stuff, and and. uh <laughs> you know they it, it, they comes to the to they come to their senses there's a word I'm looking for that like oh no he's not really a hero he's an actor he's just playing heroes Mantis is like gagging thing that we've they've ruined Christmas worse than Yondu did is their quote from that <laughs> and they hate actors is what kills mm-hmm. me about yeah. this whole thing actors are the worst mm-hmm. So this part right here where she like puts her hand on him again, it's like, you have to pretend to be a hero or else Christmas is doomed. And Kevin Bacon starts doing like this uh, World English, War II British, British accent. Yeah. yeah. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm a hero. And uh, she's like, no, just your regular voice. So um, he's like, fine. He's like, hello, I'm the Batman. He's like, I mean, hello, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> just love Drax. He's just like, who's Bruce Wayne? So again, Marvel taking another little friendly jab. I won't call it a friendly jab. It wasn't yeah. wasn't anything bad, but no, a friendly Batman little jab. And Superman now. Yeah, because that that's been brought up at least once before. I wonder if. Hold on. If I wonder if Kevin Bacon's ever auditioned to be Bruce Wayne slash Batman. That would be funny. I want to look real quick. But I love this part here when she's like, "No." What'd she say? Um, no, don't be someone else. Be Kevin Bacon. But like, if you didn't suck, and he laughs, and then he's like, you know, that's something. Because 
how weird because like normally it would really piss me off but i yeah. don't know and he's looking around to go right now for some reason i just feel really great about all of it because he's under her hypnosis anyway and he's looking around and tracks looks at him and goes we hate you let's <laughs> try to see if there's anything else so all right you want to be real technical about something here with that spaceship right. scene go ahead we we wanted to get to a technical level, a literal level, maybe. Now, in the Marvel movies, Kevin Bacon has played Batman. Slash Bruce Wayne. Because he was playing Batman. Because he was doing the character. Mm-hmm. There you go. Take it or leave it. I'll take it. That's actually awesome. Yep. I wish they would put him like as on IMDb as Kevin Bacon as himself slash Bruce Wayne as Batman. Yeah, Batman. Um, that's actually really cool. Next thing you know, you see Quill eating alone, mm-hmm. and then you see Groot looking at him and running off. And Peter's like, "What's going on here?" I do like how they did not make Quill the main star of this. Yes. Because, you know, you would assume he is because he's the leader of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. And Peter's looking around. He's like, what's going on here? He's walking. He's walking. It's like the fun awaits for you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Manus and Drax are both in Christmas sweaters, which I love. Drax turns on, and they have just decorated this entire... I thought this the visual of this was so cool. That they made the whole, I guess you would say, interior of nowhere, like, In super Christmas Christmassy. Lights. Yeah. And they're, like, old-school-looking Christmas lights. They're not, you know, new, fancy LEDs, which also makes, you know, sense, because Peter left as a kid in, what was it, in the 80s, right? Yep, yep. And so there's a lot of uh, that's what one of the things I absolutely love about anything is Guardian because it's very nostalgic for like people right. our age, right? The, the from the soundtrack to a lot of the references and things that they make, just to, even down to this. I didn't, you know, we talked about we don't catch things until the second watch through a lot of right. times or our third or whatever when we start doing this, and I didn't even catch that that the the lights and the things that they got are old school like big fat bulbed Christmas lights. Like yeah. we would have had back when we were kids. Like the ones down when to one some went of the decorations out, you have to test things. them all. Yeah. Which they did, you know, they got all this stuff when they robbed the Christmas store before they left for <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Which is great. But like maybe that's the well, one of the one of the subliminal feel good things that we got out of this. Because we talked about before, like we both really like this episode or this special. Right. Um we couldn't like put it our finger on like everything that made us like it. We're just like, I just, you know, like I told you, like I didn't, <clears throat> as I was watching it, <clears throat> excuse me. I wasn't like deep diving for different things. I just, um, knew I liked it for some reason. Cause I just sat back and I enjoyed it. And, um, you know, I wasn't just like immersed in it trying right, to look right. for stuff. I'm just like, I just enjoyed this. This is good for some reason. Like I really, and this is, that's probably why just cause of the, the vibe that we get around the guardian stuff and our nostalgia. And then, you know, all the citizens are of nowhere are coming out. They're dressed in Christmas stuff. And then Groot wheels out this giant box on a dolly that's moving. 
And you hear, uh, hey guys, uh, I'm about to pass out. There's no air in here. It says for Peter. And you know, <laughs> then he looks panicked and he's like, oh shit, Manis just looks pleased with herself. He opens it up and out pops Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. The uh hypnotized Kevin Bacon. Or he's like the whatever. The spell like, You must be paying Peter. And Peter Freak says, like, what did you do? She's like, we got you, Mantis, we got you, Kevin Bacon, as a present. <laughs> it's the greatest. And then Rock and Rocket's like, what do you give the guy who has everything? An actual human being. He goes, this is human traffic. Trafficking. Yeah, like, like, this isn't a Christmas present, this is human trafficking. And Drax <laughs> goes, yes! <laughs> um, ah, crap. I'll be right back. All right, keep going. And so, uh, you know, Peter's calling out Mantis, like, you know, you put him in a trance, you use your powers on him, get him out of the trance now. So she breaks him free, tells him to be what he really is. And Peter has this super worried look on his face, like everybody's staring down. Kevin Bacon freaks out, screams, realizes, like just now realizing where he is or not realizing where he is, doesn't know. Uh, right. <laughs> he calls him a talking raccoon. He's like, don't you ever call me a raccoon again. And so, um, Peter's trying to calm him down. He tells him, you know, prepare the Bowie. This is where we're going to call it the Bowie, the spaceship, uh, to transport him back to Earth. And he starts apologizing to Kevin Bacon. He's like, I know this is embarrassing. I know you're worried sick and your family is too. We're going to get you back home immediately. Groot looks sad with his, of course, you know, I am Groot. Um, <laughs> and trying to pretend, be pretend sad. And Peter's like, oh, Saw you wheel him out in front of everybody. And uh, Kevin Bacon just takes off. He bolts. He's gone. And so he has to send everybody out to find Kevin Bacon. They're like, you know, don't kill him. I love <laughs> I love what Nebula says here. She pulls out her gun. And she's going to go trace, chase him down. You know, he's like, don't kill him. And you hear Nebula yell, you can't outrun me, Bacon. <coughs> Excuse me. And so we've got, you know, Kevin Bacon running through nowhere now, trying to hide. We've got all the, uh, the Christmas spirit is just starting to die off in nowhere. The inflatable Santa is going down. Um, but they do get, I guess, that's, that's kind of weird how it switched over, but they do got have Kevin Bacon, you know, back on the ship now. With Craglin. With Craglin, asking about his cyber mohawk. And he's like, oh, for controlling an arrow, but, arrow, but I don't quite have the hang of it yet. And then Craglin, you know, in a very calm way, starts explaining to Kevin Bacon about why he, why Mantis wanted to kidnap him and bring him up there for Peter. It's because he's Peter's hero. He's like, he didn't remember much about his childhood, but he remembered you. Mm-hmm. This is where we have our, our Christmas moment. The Christmas miracle. Ah. And he's like, you know, you saved, once saved a whole town by... Dancing. Peter once saved the galaxy by dancing. Mm-hmm. Such an inspiration. And he is an inspiration. And Kevin Bacon is his hero. Yeah. Well, then he gets a phone call. Yeah, he goes, how on earth do you get reception up here? He's like, a couple good satellite dishes up front and get you anything within about 400 million light years. Which I thought was hilarious that he gets cell reception up there. Yeah. 
starts asking when he'll be home. And um, he has a change of heart. His heart grew three or wait, three sizes, that three day. sizes that day. I thought I was going to misquote it. And yeah, Bacon's ready to make Peter's Christmas memorable. Aww. Aww. And now we got Kevin Bacon with the band. He was actually the old 97s. Mm -hmm. I'm going to look them up really quick. The old 97s. Yeah, I haven't heard any of their stuff, but I've heard the name. Okay, I do love Groot with the little the little reindeer antlers on headband. They've been around since '92. They've released twelve studio albums, two EPs. Huh. But they play country rock, alternative country, alternative rock, indie rock, power. Wait, pop. that's not Kevin Bacon's band, is it? I don't think so. He has a band. Yeah, which, he you has know, like a band. every actor that plays a little bit of guitar has a band. Kevin Bacon has a band. Uh, who else has a band? What, um, I, what I love here is if you guys aren't listening, Kevin Bacon's actually singing this Christmas song. Yeah, not doing bad at all either. No, go ahead, continue with what I'm you're trying saying. to see what who Kevin Bacon's band is. Uh, oh, it's the Bacon Brothers. Okay, well that's original. <laughs> Not what I... <laughs> and that went nowhere. That went nowhere. And then um, Peter's giving gifts to everyone. He gave one to Jack Groot. And he opens it up, and it's a new Game Boy. Like, original Game Boy. Okay, so... Let's, let's think about this for a second. Yeah. So he gets a Game Boy. Were there any... What Marvel games were released for Game Boy? I don't know if there was any. I want to look it up because that made me think too. Like, wait a minute. If he gets. See, like if there was an X-Men on Game Boy, which I don't know. I'm sure there would have had to have been Game Boy Advance. I'm talking about like uh, old school Game Boy. Spider-Man. Yeah, there was Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man, X-Men. Okay, so that's enough right there. On the There was a Spider-Man, X-Men game on original Game Boy. So I want... You know, whatever. I'm going. I'm the thinking. Punisher. Yeah. So, what were those games not released for Game Boy? They were. Huh. You think they couldn't give him like a a Game Gear because of the whole thing with Sony? Well, Sony. No, hold gone. on, not a Game Gear. That's Sega. Yeah. So he couldn't get a place. That's after the fact. Sega's gone. My, my mind's going a hundred different directions now with it all. And it's um, none of it's going to make sense. So I'm just going to stop. You know, I still got my Game Gear. Uh, the Game Gears were cool. I always wanted one to, in, to get the TV attachment, the TV yeah. antenna attachment, so you could just like watch TV on your Game Gear wherever I you were. Mine in the closet, yeah. Did you and have the antenna? Works. Did you have no, the TV antenna attachment? I oh, did not. That had, wouldn't work now because it did. I had like the Sonic and Echo the Dolphin for it. The Game Gears looked so good. That screen yeah. was so good. They were cool. Mm hmm. Okay. So they're singing their Christmas song. Is it the same song they're singing at the beginning? No, it's a different song. Okay. And this is so actually we, like a Christmas Christmas song. It's not about how Santa's a furry freak and Mrs. Claus works the pole. Yep, so we get gifts being given out now. I love this part. Here's our next Easter egg. Gamora throws this big box down to Rocket. And he's like, he goes, Bucky's arm? 
And Gamora just says, Merry Christmas. Or not Gamora, uh, Nebula. Nebula. Which, that's great. Remember, he uh, wasn't he saying he needed Bucky's arm for something? I thought so. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. Cosmo comes up, gives Kraglin a gift. It's a... Uh, it's one of those dead little rat creatures from the very beginning, the very first Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. where Peter's going through that thing and kicking him and dancing to the song. He puts his headphones on, and those things are going around, like, jumping around, and he kicks it. You remember? Kind of. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see how Nebula got the arm. So, James Gunn responded back on 28th. Or, you know, we're sh- let's see here. Somebody got where he finally got Bucky's arm. Oh, well, there was that one point where uh, he was, like, asking, like, how much for the arm? But then James Gunn tweeted out on November 28th, I'm sorry, but it already happened. Nebula thinks of Bucky as wet crepe paper. That said, she couldn't help tearing off the arm because she was just feeling so freaking Christmassy. P.S. No one forced me to include alien cyborgs. So there you have it. Nebula simply wrestled the arm off of Bucky in the name of Christmas. <laughs> I love the Guardians. Yeah. And he also confirmed the Guardians purchased nowhere. We'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. Okay. So they're just like, I like how it just explains the way she's like, she just arm wrestled him and took it. There like that's that. all it was. And the you know, said it, and that's what it is now. So, Manus gives Drax a present, and it's he gets his funny man. little man. And then he's so happy, hugs it, and hugs her. Mm-hmm. This is actually a really good Christmas song. It was, it was a good Christmas song, good little Christmas special. It, it does all the things that good Christmas specials do. All the feels. Somebody, somebody with a little turn of heart. Somebody's Christmas is made to be happier. Uh, Groot starts handing out presents. Okay, and these are... This is great. Mm-hmm. So if you look, it's all made out of twigs, right? And yeah. clay? Twigs and clay. <laughs> Do you know what all these... If they're like little dioramas. Do you know what they all are? Well, there's the one where Drax flipped over the cop car earlier. Like, it's the progression of the story. Yeah, it's it's the special. Yeah, it's this special. All of them are this special, and Craglin's cracking up because it's a it's a diorama of him holding the diorama that Drax gave him, holding the diorama, diorama that Drax gave him. Yeah, holding the die, like or that uh, Groot gave him. That Groot gave yeah, Groot gave him diorama like, it, Inception. Oh, it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think that's what Lily said too. Well, she's a smart lady. Not diarrhea Inception. No, that's ugh. Oh, that's a whole universe we don't want to go to. That no, variant. No, I'm not. I'm avoid that <laughs> diarrhea inception. It keeps happening. So he's like, you know, best Christmas ever. Bring it in, and Kevin Cosmo, Bacon. We love course, you, like, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, we've got a new friend now. See you, Kevin Bacon. And he's like, I'll see you at Easter. I hope they do just make a little nod to that. But like, it's like, wow. I guess all actors aren't complete pieces of shit. Which is, you know, that's completely breaking the fourth wall is what it is, but that's yeah. awesome. Here, here we have what we, we already thought we had the really good, wholesome Christmas moment. But now, now we've got Peter and Mantis hanging out 
on a balcony talking. And Mantis is telling him, you know, Kraglin told us a story about how Yondu ruined Christmas. So we tried to save it for you. Her whole reasoning for kidnapping Kevin Bacon. And he laughs and he's like, I'm not sure Kraglin knows how that story ended. So we go back to the animation and we see Yondu like looking in the trash. And he digs out. You see presents for, you know, Taserface, Yondu. You see the busted up Christmas tree. And then Yondu. I didn't even notice the Taserface. Yeah, Taserfaces was in there. And so Yondu opens his present. And there's a, like a little, what is it, a little jar inside. He looks in. And what does he get? A cool little figure. Isn't that the thing that was on his dashboard? Yeah. On he put, his Ravager ship? He ends up putting it on the dashboard later. A little we, green. No, didn't we see that in like two or three? I think or, so. Uh, one or two? It may have been in one. <clears throat> and then next thing you know, Peter's opening up his gift. And what is it? His blasters! <clears throat> this is how Peter got his blasters. Now, also, you notice in that scene that uh, young Peter has terrible trigger discipline. Oh, why? Because he, he just... <laughs> just sticks his finger right there in the trigger well. Like, hey, we're going to start shooting off some stuff. It's a pew, pew, pew. I didn't shoot a hole in the ship. Be better, Peter. Be good. Mm-hmm. And so then we get Mantis explaining, I just want to do something special because, well, and this is where she finally, it takes her a minute, you know, to get her breath. But she's telling him, like, your father, uh, he might be, and, you know, he's like, you know what? Uh, takes her a second to get it out. It's like, he might be, he's my father, too. And she's, she's crying. crying. Look at Sad Mantis. I can't handle Sad Mantis. I don't know why. So, this did make me tear up a little bit because it just hit Peter that she's like, wait, so that makes you my sister? She's like, yeah. And then that look, he's like, Mantis, that's the greatest Christmas gift I could ever get. Very Chris Pratt of him. He did. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's a good one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Manus is all worried that you know Peter'd be upset, but now we know Peter isn't alone in the galaxy. He wasn't alone when Gamora was still alive. Yeah. But then when the Gamora of the past came back, she left. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, interesting flashback. Um, Zoe Saldonada. She has said how she feels um She's done with Marvel because mm -hmm. she feels that as an actor, she can't grow in this role anymore. There's nothing she can do, and she's bored with it. Really? Yep. Which I find really interesting. So, <clears throat> I have theories on who's going to live and who's going to die on Guardians 3. Everybody's going to die. Adam Warlock does look awesome, though. Okay. They're hugging at the end. And he says, Merry Christmas, Manus. And she goes, Merry Christmas, Peter. And, you know, it's panning out. And next thing you know, we're back to the animated on the ship. Yep. And it's uh, Yondu sitting there with Peter with the little, little squishy he gave him. Mm -hmm. And they're smiling at each other. And he kind of, you know, they kind of do the punch. He... Rubs Peter's head and... Good job, goes, champ. Good job, champ. <laughs> well, and it just goes back to show, you know, he saw Peter as a son. Mm -hmm. Peter saw him as a father figure. 
And then Merry Merry Christmas Christmas and Happy Happy Holidays holidays to all. all. And then we go through the the credits, and then what is the mid-credit scene? Mid-credit, we've got Groot standing there wrapped in Christmas lights. And tinsel. And tinsel, and like he is now a Christmas tree-ish, briefly. You know, That's interesting. Did you... Okay, hold on. Before that, in the special thanks on the credits, special thanks right there? Um, Hold on. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to pause it at the same time for each other. Are you on the special thanks by chance? Film footage from Santa Claus Conquers the Martians using permission of Studio Canal SAS. Look up. Special thanks, Lee Gunn, Jennifer Holland. Jennifer Holland is James Gunn's fiance. Uh huh. She's Hardcastle from Peacemaker. Oh. The main blonde girl. Well, I mean, he he kind of probably has a little bit of pull on who he can give special thanks to. Right. I'm wondering if she was in the episode somewhere. Probably not. Um. Look, she would have to be. I mean, she's an actress, so she's going to have to be listed. Yeah. So, okay, continue with that. I'll look that up. You, uh, I'm already looking. I don't see doing. her. I've got the whole cast list up here. I don't see her listed. But So we've got... Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Rocket and Cosmo decorating Groot as a Christmas tree. And Groot, Groot is obviously not feeling it. He sighs, drops his arms... And I'm like Cosmo, Cosmo, Groot ruined Christmas again. <laughs> and I love how they got the dog to look at the camera when it was said. Yes. And then what did they say at the end? Besides that. Uh, oh, I missed it. We're already off of it. They said, oh, guess we got to have another special. Oh, yeah. What if they're actually going to do an Easter one now? That one, that would be a very Guardians thing to do just because it got brought up. Oh, 100%. So your thoughts on things. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, it, it was feel goods. It was comedy where comedy needed to be. Like, I know B-Rob's thing is, like, I hate forced comedy, and that's why he hate, he hated She-Hulk. Yeah. Um, and Guardians is right where it should be. You know? It's, Guardians never feels forced. It feels like that's no. part of Guardians. Because they're idiots. This is true. They're all idiots. So I loved it. I really, really enjoyed the special. What about you? I did. I liked it a lot. I'll probably rewatch it. It may, it may make itself into regular rotation. I think it might. Here in the here in the household for Christmas stuff. Um, you know, we're trying to. I'm trying to get more holiday. Like, I'm not like a holiday grouch. I just don't get like super excited like I used to. I'm like, okay, well, it's holiday time. And uh, with the kids, I'm trying to get better at that because, you know, they love it, especially the little man. He super loves Christmas stuff. Like he's all about Christmas music and all this and everything. And there's um, a channel, a streaming channel. I found it on Roku. I don't know if you can get it on other stuff. I'm sure you probably could. It's called like Christmas Plus. Mm -hmm. I think that's just nothing but like good Christmas movies and not all like the cheesy Christmas. Like there's. National Lampoon's Christmas and a Christmas story and like there's tons of Christmas music and like all this stuff and it's just full, and it's free, which is you know my favorite thing. Like I ain't I don't want to pay for anything, right? And so 
you know, I'm, I'm adding stuff into the Christmas rotation for the household here. We're probably putting up the tree today, um, possibly. And so, you know, I want to add this probably into that rotation. Like we added Spirited into the rotation because that movie's so good. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's what we should do this month, too, is talk about, you know, more classic Christmas movies or stuff that's in rotation and why. What's in our holiday rotations? Mm-hmm. And we can get some we can get some uh, peoples on. Yeah, get some feedback. Like, hey, what are you listening to for? What are you doing for the holidays? That might be interesting to do. Yeah. So, yeah, but you guys, thank you so much for Mm -hmm. all your support. Thank you for supporting us throughout the year. I know we say this a lot, but we're going to continue to tell you, so shut up. Shut your word hole, Chove. Shut up, Chove. But, yeah. Um, And then we'll have a couple more episodes before Christmas. I'll go from there. So let you guys, uh, what did you guys think of the holiday special? Let us know. Yep. Put it in there. We've got a uh, feedback channel in the discord. Again, if you guys aren't part of that, join that. Um, pretty easy. You can do it from your phone, from your PC. Um, just super easy to do. And there's lots of cool stuff that happens in, in our server. So please come be a part of that. Join the conversation. Tell us what you think, what you want to see, what you didn't like. Mm -hmm. All of it. It's cool. All of it. So with that, this has been every man's guide to nerd. I'm, I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. Wherever you guys are, please have a great evening, morning, nighttime, whatever time it is, and be good to each other. Stay fresh, cheese bags. See ya. See ya. Nerd coke rise up. It could get elevated. Nerd coke rise up. It could get elevated. Nerdcore used to be just a made-up word.